For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it going? I realize I am not looking my best today uh, on the stream. Not using my regular setup, unfortunately. However, that's okay. We're here. We're doing it. We're talking about the new music on the new noise. And don't worry, I have a friend whose I'm sure stream looks better and audio sounds much better as well. You know him, you love him, Mr. Mike Howell. Hey, man. Hey, man. I thought you were going to introduce Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is right here for everyone's... Uh, Viewing pleasure? Yes, exactly. This is why you come to the Twitch uh, streams, podcast listeners. I sleep with him every night. For people listening, I have a Nicolas Cage pillowcase that shows him and his very hairy chest... Uh, on my bed and it's actually i know you can't feel it but it's very soft oh i bet it's soft. It's like it's like it's plush nice so yeah it's uh it's awesome so we've got uh, another great great episode of the new noise to give you the new stuff that you crave it's what plants crave it's what plants crave new music <laughs> <laughs> hey don't they say that like if you play heavy metal for plants, it's it's uh it's bad. Did I just say heavy metal? Who's yeah, heavy did. metal anymore? I don't know. Who am Boomers. I like what am I like sixty? Yeah. Uh yeah, it's supposed to make your plants grow strong. It's what plants crave. Hmm. I thought like classical music was what plants craved. No, metal. Sorry. Really? Yeah. If it's not behemoth, the pa- the plants die. Oh damn. Heavier what, the better. What, even better. Cool. All right. Well, we got some bands that the plants will love today. Trust me. It's, that's exactly yes. We we always have. There's there's never been a week where we didn't have some insane metal band of some sort. I don't think we've ever had a non-metal week. It'd be interesting to look back. I and think see if we, we have had, had one week. where it was like all pop punk and maybe like post hardcore and stuff was the heaviest we got. Right. But I think it's only happened once. I'm normally pretty good about throwing something heavy out for us. Absolutely. Well. 
uh, we got a list of 10 records this week. And last 10 week. most anticipated albums of the week. And yes, and we're going to have to talk about the some of the records that came out last week. We had, we had a list of 11. Uh, number one being the new full-length album from Ice Nine Kills. Oh, yeah. What do you uh, think of this? Let's talk about that one. Um, first of all, you know, I... I got to say, like, I am more of a newer Ice Nine Kills mm-hmm. fan, if that makes any sense. Like, I thought their last record was really great. And this one pretty much just picked up right where this one left off, where the mm-hmm. last one left off. Um, a little more, like, extreme, even, like, seemingly even more in a concept. But what I really liked about the record was how fast it was. Like yeah. there were all these like fast parts and like kind of punk rock moments and like little noodly guitars mm-hmm. and you know, the theatrics were there and everything. But I thought that this was just a really like exciting record all the way through. Didn't get bored of it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it was heavy too. Like there was a few radio singles. I know we kind of speculated, okay, is the mm-hmm. rest of the record going to be heavier or is the rest of the record going to be, more radio and it's definitely heavier. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I really like this record. Um, I'd say it's like the way that I want to describe it is I think that this record is more consistent than the Silver Scream one in the way that like you don't have songs that I'm actively like thinking about skipping every time I listen to the record, like Savages and stuff like that. R- but right. I, th- I think Silver Scream one did have some higher highs, like that calm piano into that breakdown on thank god it's friday there was no real moment like that on this record that just absolutely made my jaw drop to the floor okay i do love this record though and i love how fast it is i think it's embracing more of the um action horror kind of thing and also with the films rather than the like slasher suspenseful thriller anyway so i think it fits yeah, and it's kind of cool how, you know, each of the songs is connected with a movie, mm-hmm. but then there's also like a underlying story as well. Well, and there's you the, know, the um, first track, Welcome to Horrorwood, is all original, right? No movie right, is based right. off. Right, so it's 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 a, it's a an interesting concept, and I'm, I'm glad they did that. But, you know, I think the jaw-dropping moment probably would have been assault and batteries mm-hmm. except we heard that one right like yeah. that was a single but well, we did so, think out it's friday too right right that's true but you know um looking i think i think this is going to be a record that has staying power I, mm-hmm. I think there's something about repeat listens of this there's just so much going on i will say i think you're going to continue to to hear something new every time you listen to this I will say first listen i wasn't completely sold on it i had this record sitting at about like a 90 I was like, you know, I like this. It's Ice Nine Kills. It's one of my favorite bands. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'm at about, listen, seven or eight now, and I'm sitting at a solid 95-ish. I still don't think it's ever going to be as good as the original Silver Scream for me, but I love this record. Um, what were some of your favorite tracks on it? Uh, what were some of my favorites? Yeah, I'm just interested I because loved, it's kind of a diverse album, right? Um, I love the song with Corpse Grinder. Um, that was just so, so damn heavy. Are you drinking mm. High Life, Mike? No, I'm drinking tropical blend Italian oh. soda. Big soda shit. They look like they look like a high life. I was like, oh, we're, we're beer we're beer buddies. No, uh, no, I love that one. That mm-hmm. that one jumped out right away. Um, the last track, uh, farewell to flesh. Yeah, the Candyman. That song. was yeah, that was sick too. Yeah, I like that one. Um, but honestly, like, there's a lot of it. It's like it. It, it does feel like a, a true concept record in that like some like i feel like i want to listen to this record the whole way through again when i listen mm-hmm. to it like there are some similarities between the songs and ice nine kills has a style yeah but not to not in a detrimental way like like i i feel like i could say like oh like a lot of the songs sound the same but that's like that's the point you know mm-hmm. i found it really interesting that my favorite songs were oddly enough welcome to Horrorwood, which is the only one not like themed off of a movie. I really liked mm-hmm. that. I thought it mm-hmm. brought some really cool conceptualization and I guess legitimacy to the whole like music videos that they're kind of doing around this too. I really liked how it kind of played more into that rather than like a movie in itself. And it shows that Ice Nine Kills still has songwriting chops without kind of a core influence, right? Which I really enjoyed. 
Oh, and and they, and they do. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be interesting to see. And I think we can talk about this, even though the record just came out last week. I think we can talk about the future of Ice Nine Kills mm-hmm. and like, what are they going to do next? Because they did the books, you know, the, the, the record about the books. They've done now two horror movie uh, concept albums. Yeah. They've kind of got to go into a fresh... I feel like they have to as well. Thing, right? Like, what is it going to be? Uh, I don't think Silver Scream 3 is going to be the right move at this point. No. So it'll be it'll be interesting if a lot of the stuff but will end I mean, up being more like... We talk, uh, they'll write their own movie, you know, we talked and, about and it write last a soundtrack to it. Ice Nine Kills fans are diehard Ice Nine Kills fans. Like, if this is what the fans want, yep. this is what they're going to get. So, but... Um, I wanted to comment on a couple more songs just because I really liked them too. Um, The Box, Brandon Saller and uh, Ryan Kirby. Great features. Great track. I love that one. Yeah, that was good. And it's funny, it's kind of like... I kind of felt the Atreyu vibe when it started. A little like, bit, yeah. I, I could I could kind of see like they wrote the song and was like, we need someone else on this. It's like, well, it kind of sounds like Atreyu. Let's get Brandon, you know? Like, I, I felt like that yep. was the thought process. And then there's like that, fa- there's the faster part that comes in a little bit later in the song and they're like, oh, this sounds right. like a fit for yeah. a king part. Let's get yeah. Ryan Kirby. And then I think the best track on the record, hands down, is Ex Mortis though. Uh, which one is, I, that, I, bad with the titles. It's the Evil Dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, best probably the best movie on here. It perfectly captured Evil Dead for me, where it's just yeah. kind of like this fun, goofy track, right? It's second to last. You've got this Farewell oh, yeah. to Flesh, which is this super like really well done ballad. It's a slower track, but like right before that, you've got this kind of like rolling, like almost get up and dance song rather than mosh. And it works so well for Evil Dead. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now it's it's a it's a really good record, and like I really have a lot of respect for Ice Nine Kills because mm-hmm. they just go, they just jump in with both feet into everything they do, and they did it again. and uh, And congratulations to them on a very worthy number one record of the week. Um, anything else on this one before we talk about some other records? No, I'm pretty much good. I want to get into some of that other stuff that we had for the week. What else did you get a chance to listen to? Well, I listened to that Knocked Loose EP probably more than I've listened to a new record this year. Shit's a banger. And that's going to be very hard to shake out of the number one EP of the year slot for me. Even with Lorna Shore? I think... Yeah, I think so. I, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorna Shore EP is great. It's only three songs. Truth. Uh, and I felt like this, but each song is double the, concept, the length of the knocked loose song. It's true, it's true, but that that doesn't always win for me. I, I don't know the the mm-hmm. Lorna Shore, uh, you know, Hellfire, and like that song is could be song of the year. Is it the EP of the year? I'm not sure, but the knocked loose um, EP, it, I think it is going to be there. And I mean, oh, yeah. we still have a month and a half. Um, yeah, two months and a half. Sorry, and we got to look uh, back at everything that's come out yeah. too. There's been so much yep. this year. Uh, and I, I got to give a shout out to This Wildlife for, I think, oh, their best LP. Great. Yep, best LP. Uh, I, think it's, I think it is their best. I listened to it a couple times. And yeah, man, they're just, they're really just embracing their sound and like mm-hmm. what Kevin, what Kevin's voice is capable of. Like they're, they're just right in their own wheelhouse now. They've, yep. I think they've taken a few records to find it. So that that's probably going to be, that's going to be like when my mom's in the car. That's going to be my go-to record for a long time. And then she's going to like listen um, to the lyrics and ask if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Kevin if he was okay yesterday on, on the podcast we yeah. did. Uh, and he's fine. Oh, that I'm guy sure. is the best. Um, uh, I love that. And uh, your number two record. Yeah, Viljarta. I want to talk about this one. So, Okay. Uh, I want to, I might burst your bubble a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first opening track. I, I, I've never heard the band before, right? Yep. Opening track. I thought was like really beautiful. Like it was kind of a beautiful instrumental. Mm-hmm. The rest of the record kind of bored me, man. Like really, it was so long and I felt like it was kind of the same thing over and over again. And like, what is it? 17 songs or something? 16. It was too much for me. Uh, don't know about it. I maybe I have to go back and check out the other stuff. There might be some beautiful pieces in this, mm-hmm. but overall for me, uh, it, it was not a winner for me. Yeah. I love it personally. 
Um, I can see how you don't, don't get me wrong. It is definitely a hard, not very palatable kind of listen. It does have these wonderful, beautiful interludes like the introduction. And I can see how some of it does get very samey. I really appreciate it from the technical aspect. I love these guys' guitar playing, inventing an entire new kind of subgenre of gent, deathcore, metalcore, whatever right. you want to call about it. It's insanely impressive. And I've been listening to these guys since I was in college, I think. Yeah, 2013 mm-hmm. was their last album before this one. Right. So it's been a long time coming for new material. There you go. And obviously that probably affects the way I look at it too. I'm not going to lie. But I don't know. Something about this, it was heavy and it wasn't abrasive at all times. It's very nice background heavy, which is sometimes a great thing depending on what you're doing too. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Anything else? I'm trying to think. I've got to look through. We got a long list. Was the Coldplay record uh, good? Because I sure as hell I didn't liked listen it. to it. Yeah. Okay. Good for you, Mike. Um, I'm not going to... S- I'm not going to say it's the best Coldplay record ever, but it was enjoyable. Um, Just some things that I wanted to point out that I didn't get to last week. There's a new EP from Magnolia Park. They're a really cool pop punk band. Go check them out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the new album by Filth called The Ignorance came out. It's some of the heaviest, stupidest deathcore you'll hear all year. You're a deathcore baby. Baby. Um, Was there anything else I missed that I want to talk about? I don't think so. Kofo Ninja. Oh yeah, how was that? I didn't listen to that record. That was I great. Sh- I should have. I, I'm the band is exciting. Like they're mm-hmm. doing a lot of different stuff, and I really like the band. I just it was just unfortunately a there was a it lot was this too week. packed. Yeah, you know it happens. Uh, it's one of those bands that I just wish like man, I want a cinematic for every song because I feel like right. that's the way to really enjoy the band. And it's a little bit harder when you don't get that, but I still think the songs are really good. I like the album a lot. Okay. And I'd like to point out that best Coldplay album is the biggest oxymoron uh, ever right there. So it does not exist. Okay. Oh, we're going to move on. I like the Cassidy got Pope a, record too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that one too. Lots still so much to listen to. Like it's crazy. Like just how oh, much yeah. stuff I have to go back and listen to before the end of the year. Um, uh, all right. Well, we got a top 10, a big one. So let's get into it. Oh, Are you yeah. ready, Mike? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Let's go. Number 10. All right, so number 10. We've got a lot of bands from New Jersey, oddly, today. Uh, The first one that I want to talk about is some OG Deathcore fans probably have heard this band's uh, coming back. Really excited for this. Waking the Cadaver. First new music since 2013. Yeah. Their new album, Authority Through Intimidation. Did you get a chance to check out these singles? I did, and I I was impressed. Um, I think this band is really good. I think I like that they're kind of going with the classic deathcore mm-hmm. subject matter too. Yeah, it's like that, like pure almost two thousand five shit. Yeah, it, right. I mean, there is a song uh, I forget which record, uh, "Chase Through the Woods" by a rapist. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not holding back. Like, there's some Cannibal Corpse, early Cannibal Corpse influence here. There's a single here called "Human um, Chop Shop." Yeah. Go into it. They, they are and obviously like, I'm not saying I like, I'm not condoning anything to do with violence or, mm-hmm. or, or, or at all. Okay. But I, we understand like this is in the horror, the same way a horror movie. It's the same yeah. thing as that. It's and shock. I kind of, yes. And I kind of appreciate that they are still doing that when it's fallen out of favor a little bit, especially um, after going away for eight years. <laughs> Like, right. And, and Hey, they're, they're in their, their own, you know, uh, they're in their own wheelhouse here doing mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're back. Um, I could see them. I don't, don't know if they're going to be on tour, but I don't know they're definitely a band you're going to want to see live too as well. Oh, yeah. So hopefully they're, they're doing that stuff. Um, for people who aren't really familiar with waking the cadaver, maybe some older, um, deathcore bands that are still around and still also doing the same thing. Uh, if you like I Declare War, Ingested, um, Disfiguring the Goddess, maybe in the eyes of a mistress, I think you'll really like this. Um, old Suicide Silence, like the cleansing era and stuff like that, right mm-hmm. in your wheelhouse if you like that. Yeah, absolutely. Ready to go for number, number nine? Number nine. All right, so number nine, uh, coming from South Carolina. I couldn't get a city, but uh, it's a little post-hardcore alt-rock band uh, called Empty with their new release, Made of Fire. 
Um, this is a band that I mm-hmm. got turned on to last year by a close friend of mine. Um, she recommended Empty, said, hey, this album's really good. Maybe it was 2019, I don't remember. Uh, but they had one album out, so this is their sophomore release. Um, I really like these guys. I think they're fire. They know how to write a great hook, and songs are catchy. Ready for this whole album? Yeah, uh, yeah me too. Uh, yeah, it's a small band, only 7,700 monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, right away, it kind of grabbed me as like, this just sounds... It's really, really just like sounds like something you've heard before, but you can't kind of put your finger on what it sounds it's like. like if that Point makes any North, sense. Where like everything about Point North is very familiar, but it's new and fresh, right? Yeah. That's the vibe I get. Exactly. And I will say the one of the singles that sort of sounded like they had like a broken side part in the middle. Yeah. That sort of that was the cool. wrong way. Oh, you liked it. Oh, I, I was like, no, this side, sounds dude. like this sounds like fucking broken side. I'm out on this one. But that being said, the rest of the, the two and a half other songs, mm-hmm. uh, were, were great. And I think people should really check out this, this band empty. Um, it says they're, it, their bio says they're an alt rock band. I disagree. No. This is basically post hardcore. Yeah. Maybe uh, even like some little, old school emo influence too. Like, yeah. And, 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 but poppy, like good, oh, yeah. good songs, good songwriting, catchy, uh, but really good band, and thank you, Mike, for turning me on to them, because I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad for it. That's what I'm here for. I mean... That's what you are here for. Broken Side, though. They walked so emo rap today could run, really. They kind of they kind of did. They that's, did. That's the sad part. <laughs> it, it's, they got fucking ripped apart, and they were... Oh, yeah. They were ahead of their time. It's kind of wild. Just a little too far. They took it a little too far. You remember Design the Skyline? And like they got ripped apart because they had the neon guitars and neon guitar strings mm-hmm. and the huge stretched ears and everything. And they got ripped apart for putting electronics in metal. And then what comes out? Not like three or four months later. Oh, Attack, Attack, and Asking Alexandria and Devil Wars Prada are starting to get big. It's crazy. Yeah. No, Love I it. mean, it's... It, it, it was, yeah, the image, if you took your image too far, like everyone needed it, you needed image, but mm-hmm. the second that you went over this, like there was just this threshold, right? Yep. That if you surpassed it, all of a sudden it didn't matter what you did musically, but a lot of these bands, the music was too extreme too. They just oh, yeah. took it all too far. Uh, number eight. So number eight, let's rock and roll into it. We've got another smaller band. This one from an interesting place. I don't think we've had a band from Louisiana yet. Okay. But this is a cool progressive metalcore band called Rogue uh, with their new release, Phantom. Uh, another small band, I would say, if you are fans of bands like Invent Animate, Northlane, Era, um, it's going to be right in your wheelhouse. I think that they've got the perfect blend of progressive, fun, technical parts to kind of groovy metalcore segments. Right. Do you agree? I, I do agree. And I was just thinking about it. Kane Hill. They might yeah. be from Louisiana. Are they? I believe they are. I think they're from New Orleans area. Um, that's that's one band we mm. may have had from Louisiana. Just a little correction. Uh, yeah, they are from New Orleans. No, um, My apologies. This uh, this jumped. This, yeah, this this jumped out at me too on this mm-hmm. playlist. Um, to be honest, the next band we're going to talk about sort of made me forget. It does. Uh, it does this exact thing last, a little bit better, but. right? We're gonna get into that in a, in a second. And no offense to Rogue, but there was some. There's something about the next band we're gonna talk about. Yeah, <laughs> that that like just is like a mind eraser of other stuff because you're like, oh. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, yes, uh, I'm on board for for this at the eight slot, uh, and again, another band that is is new to my ears. So yeah. love that. Go check them out. They're good dudes. They're making good music. Uh, they had an EP that came out last year called Aeon that I talked about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just really fun. I love these guys. Ready? Yes, get, absolutely. You ready to get into that number I, seven? Yeah, yeah, I am ready. This number right. seven that that maybe could be uh, could be higher, but so, let's get into it. Number seven. So this is probably one of the heaviest bands on Sharp Tone. They're releasing what I think is their debut album. Let me check. No, it's their second album. Uh, Collapse by Design by Sentinels, also from New Jersey, also progressive metalcore. Um, These guys, I think, while they are progressive metalcore, they step a little bit closer from metalcore to deathcore at points. I think they're a little bit heavier than that. 
Um, but these guys bop. It's stupid. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. And again, this is still a small band, 45,000 monthly listeners. This band is about to get huge. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's hard to explain. First of all, I fucking love the production. Oh, it's on insanely these, good. I, want, I was trying to look up uh, who produced it. I, I probably could find it. I didn't look that hard, but mm-hmm. because the... It, you know how some modern metalcore stuff or uh, or metal of any kind, it just sounds kind of fake? Yeah. There's so much expression. The drums sound so open and you can hear, you know, every ghost note mm-hmm. the drummer's playing. Um, the vocals are like real and it just, it sounds like a band in a room, yeah. which I'm, I really like, but at the same time, it's super tight, super polished, super catchy parts. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I can't say anything but amazing things about Sentinels. I think, um, you know, after you hear this, the record will be out. Go listen to it. But if you're going to pick a song, go for Inertia. That is yeah. just an absolute banger. Yep. Um, I love Inertia. That was the first single that dropped. Um, it was kind of how I discovered the band because um, mm-hmm. they signed a sharp tone. One of my, yeah. if not favorite record labels top three um i'm gonna look at everybody that sharp tone signs it's how i found the wise man's fear which is one of my favorite bands um and i heard this track it's absolutely incredible all the singles have been great i'm really excited for this record um my only caution is that it is a younger band so i don't know did we just get the six good songs i doubt it but um i wouldn't be surprised if this ended up surprisingly high at the end of the year on my list it's gonna be a banger i'm really excited to listen to this thing and i think you know uh this band being a new band um and and being it did you say they had they had did have an album yeah they had uh, out an already album oh a full length in oh it's seven songs in 2019 so yeah. um oh in 2016 i see oh another seven song they're doing the bill murray thing um <laughs> but no i i think this is um this is a very exciting band people should check out and it's it's really tough. Like they're they're on tour uh, with Born of Osiris. That's perfect starting up fit. soon. It is it is a perfect fit. I would say if you're a fan of like Isn't even counterparts on that tour too. Oh, oh, they might be. Wow. Then hell, you got to see that one. Uh, yeah. But no, I really really like this band and this this exciting stuff. This is mm-hmm. this is the future here of of this genre. So I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised seeing this band open up like a summer slaughter or something like that and just absolutely take off. They're the perfect kind of band for it. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent, man. All right, all right. Well, we're gonna transfer to some other styles of music. Yeah, let's uh, get a little bit lighter. Uh, yep. For number six, we've got a really cool band that I like and have found recently. Uh, mainly with their first single, She's Quite. Uh, but this band is from Seattle, Washington. The album's called Slow Bloom, and they are the home team. I have absolutely fallen in love with this pop-punk, post-hardcore kind of weird amalgamation. I love this band so much. It's stupid how catchy their songs are. Yeah, uh, I, I got to agree with you. The band is great. The singer is especially awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, he's almost has like kind of sounds a little bit like um, Brandon Brandon Yuri at times, mm-hmm. like a little bit vintage Panic. Um, they're times, very expressive. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say there are like times when you can hear a vocalist, and you can just tell that the amount of charisma they're putting out live is like reaping into the recordings. And this is one of those vocalists. It's undeniable the energy that's coming out of these songs. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, again, this is a new a new band for me, Mike, mm-hmm. um, that you showed me. I don't know much about them at all. I, I'm not sure what label they're on, uh, for example, but this look. is the kind of band I could see blowing up. Revival like blowing recordings. up, um, okay. I could see this like blowing up to be a mainstream thing. I, I think so. it has that sort of um, potential because... It's really good, and the singer's awesome, but also they have, um, uh, it's it's unique, you know? Mm-hmm. It's unique enough, and that it kind of sounds like something you haven't heard done quite like this before. Yeah. Um, That's what really stands out to the, me for it, too. I, yeah. It's, it's so unique. Yeah, it's interesting. The, um, the fans also like, they have everything from 
young culture calling all captains and driveways right here yeah. on their Spotify fans also like. So, um, and youth fountain and youth fountain. So that that's right there. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's our shit. So no, yeah. no wonder I would hundred percent say if you're a fan of driveways, you're going to love this band. Yeah. This, this band is really, really good. And, and I, I was just very, very impressed with the vocalist. So congratulations, vocalist, whoever you are, whatever your name is. Uh, you ready to get in number five? I, I am. Yes. All right. Now we got big bands, all the bands people want to hear about number five, the follow-up to their album last year their album called A Celebration of Endings. Mm-hmm. We've got the new album from Biffy Clyro, The Myth of the Happily Ever After. I think this is the band, first band that we've had two like full-length releases on the show for. Yeah, and you know, what's up with that? Like, like this is a big band. So, I got the story. Okay, give it to me, because this All is right. a big, this is not, like, I know in America, uh, this band is not that popular, mm-hmm. but in the UK, they're huge. Like, they're playing arenas, at least. So, this is not just a band sitting around at home shitting out albums. Like, there's got to be some kind of story. So, what happened is, with the celebration of endings, they attempted to delay the record release, hoping that uh, COVID would sort itself out quicker than it did. And eventually you get to a point where you just got to put out the album, right? People yeah. pre-ordered it. It needs to come out. So they put it out and they couldn't tour on it. And uh, I think it was an interview with the vocalist that I was reading. I forget what publisher it was on. You can probably find it if you're looking it up. Uh, but the vocalist said, yeah, so since we kind of couldn't tour and we had all this pent up energy from the record mm-hmm. that we needed to get out, uh, we all kind of accidentally channeled it into a new spiritual successor record. So this yeah. record is like the, it's not like a deluxe edition or a B-sides or anything like that. It is the part two to a celebration of endings, which I think is a really cool channeling of all of that, like kind of energy that a band like them probably has from not being able to tour and play these big shows with all this amazing new music for all their fans yeah for sure and um i think this band is great Mm -hmm. Uh, i will say that i think i'm feeling these two singles more than i was the last record i am too and i don't know if if that has something to do with the energy that they're they're putting like behind this Mm -hmm. like they like they said or what it is but i i like there's that like six minute song that they that they've put out i forget the name of it um that I mean, it could be shorter, but I kind of like that it's long. That's uh, and then the other single. One. That's right, unknown male one. Strange title, yep. uh, but great song. And then the other uh, song just rips. A hunger in your haunt might be one of the catchiest songs that they've ever done. I love that track so much. So I, I'm expecting big things from this record. I think this is going to be better than their last album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm here for it. I think the band is Same. Uh, super, super talented, and I think this is going to be something special. Oh, I agree. Ready to get into something else special, though? I'm ready, <laughs> yes. All right, so unfortunately, I've had to put this record at number four on the list, and I know that there, this band has a lot of diehard fans. Uh, feel free. We've got number four, album, Radical, Band Every Time I Die. Let's talk about it. Yes. Coming out of Buffalo. 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 Go Bills. Man, I'm so bummed that Bills lost that fucking Monday nighter. Anyway, um, n- not the time, not the place. We're talking about ETID. One of the most important bands in hardcore, in metalcore of all time. I'd agree with that. They have never missed, ever. Uh, are there records I prefer over other records? Yes. But that does not mean any of them are bad. None of them are bad. They're all great. However, these singles are very exciting. Um, and This is the most I've enjoyed every time I die. I, I, and I totally get it. I, I think that the band, late in their career, mm-hmm. is making a, a move that this could be their best album. And um, I don't know if anybody here follows Keith Buckley uh, on Twitter or knows what's been going on in his personal life. He's been pretty uh, public about it, um, you know, going through a, a separation, divorce, and mm-hmm. uh, living in an RV. Interesting. And this is a definitely, yeah, it's definitely a, a very unique life uh, experience he's going through. And 
you can hear it, man, in this mm-hmm. record. There is a certain uh, pain, emotion, uh, anger. Uh, uh, frustration, anger that I have not heard out of Keith Buckley before. Yeah. And you're raw. talking about a guy that is extremely intelligent and extremely talented. And the whole band is. Mm-hmm. And now here it is in 2021. Uh, coming to life on what I expect to be not only the best every time I die record. I think this is going to be one of the best albums of the year. Shame on you for it being number four, Mike. Well, I'm sorry, but this week is so <laughs> stupidly stacked that I had to make the tough decisions. Okay, it is Shane? It, I, I know you make the list. I, I can throw you under the bus 100% of the time. Oh, I know what do. the top three are. Mike is sharing the list with me now. So I know what the top three are, and I totally get it. I still would have probably put this at number two. That being said, I'm excited about this. And uh, uh, yeah, man, can't wait I'm, for the ETID Christmas show either. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm excited about this. I, I've fallen in love more recently than many people with Every Time I Die. It's, I've been kind of like a late Every Time I Die fan. I would say I got into them with Map Change. That was like my first experience. And then I kind of went through the back catalog. Um, Map Change is still my favorite album. I'm really excited for this one. It's going to be a little bit heavier, a little chaotic than the Every Time I Die that I kind of prefer. And I'm hoping that we do get a slower song or two like that record, but I'm not holding anything against the band if they don't have it on there. I'm really excited for this record. I think it's going to be a fun ride for everybody, fans and non-fans of the band alike. Uh, yeah, it is. It just is. Don't miss this one. This is going to be a special record. Lots coming out this week, but make a little time for yourself. Make a little every time I die for yourself. Uh, that's hey, horrible. Yo. I'm sorry. I f- uh, please edit that out, Josh. Josh, okay, don't edit uh, it out. I will leave the show if you edit it out, Josh. <laughs> All right, we're we're uh, we're moving on. Top three, here we go. All right, number three. This is a weird one because we've only gotten two singles, but I feel like we've gotten so much material from this band lately, and it is so good between the EPs and everything that we can safely say this band belongs at number three. It is the new album "Change of Plans" by Can't Swim, also coming out of New Jersey. Yes. Uh, this band's really interesting, I love man. This band. And I, I like everything they do too. But again, they've had such a different journey. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, musical journey and tried so many different things. Everything they've done has been awesome. But, like, what do you call this band? What I do you, don't know. Like, how, you, how do you label the band? You kind of can't. Good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I'm really excited for this, though. These songs are more kind of in the. I guess what you would call a normal can't swim wheelhouse where they're kind of pop punky. Um, they're still mm-hmm. got like an infectious chorus on both of these tracks. Like deliver us from evil is just amazing. And it's been on my playlist for since the single dropped really probably a couple months now. And then to heal it all, you have to feel it all like that song's just emotional, but it's still a banger and it's catchy. Like, I don't know. I'm excited for this record. I'm glad we've only gotten two singles off of it. There's so much more I can't wait to experience and feel from this release because I've loved everything Can't Swim's ever done. Yeah, and uh, they're going to be uh, touring mm-hmm. uh, America very soon. In wow. fact, their tour starting in just about just about two weeks. Uh, they are opening up for a little band called Silverstein. Uh, so make sure you get there early. Uh, to check out Can't Swim and see what they're going to play. Oh yeah, so much to so much diverse diverse material to play, and um, of these songs, you know, speaking of these of the singles <laughs> they've released, I just really like that this band. They don't always play it by the book, not uh, production wise, you know, sonically, song structure, like they kind of just take a song and every song has its own thing form like there's no formula like each song is its own entity it still all feels and cohesive I, though it's great it does but i really respect that about the band and i think chris laporto is an extremely uh, underrated uh, architect of <laughs> of music and i say that because i know uh, he's a drummer, right? He used yep. to play drums for Trash Talk, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then he, he kind of started singing and writing songs. And just this guy is just such an amazing musician. And uh, yeah, they're they're a great band. If you've somehow slept on Can't Swim, 
I don't know. I guess start at the beginning, maybe, or start now uh, and work your way backwards. It's yeah. a confusing ride, but everything they do is great. Yeah, I would definitely say it's not like a band where uh, any one release is better than any other. Um, kind of start with a release, whatever album art you think looks the coolest, I guess, and try and get into it because I love this band. I love their aesthetic. They're just great. Yep. 100%. And if you don't like one release, check out another one still because they're not all the same. Like the last EP was kind of post hardcore and kind of heavy. So if you're like, yeah. that's all you listen to, like you're probably only going to like that record. But like all the other stuff is good too. Like it's great. No, it's true. Yeah. When they, when they went, you know, hardcore, as people mm-hmm. were saying, uh, some people were confused. But I knowing, I knowing his Chris's background oh, stuff, yeah. it made sense to me. And I totally embraced that. I embrace the, the the early stuff and what they're doing now. So great mm-hmm. band. Uh, really, really excited to be able to watch them play like 30 times. So, Oh yeah. Go be great. All right. Uh, two more. All right. Number two. It's a band very near, very dear to my heart. I love this band to absolute death. Despite the fact that they are from the worst state in the goddamn country, Ohio. I agree with this. We've got the new album. I've said it before. This is not this is not a, no. a fresh take. I have said Ohio, hundred percent the worst state. It's not even and it's not even oh, yeah. close. Sorry. Definitely not close to the worst music scene though. Um we're gonna talk about the new album Horizons by Starset. Yeah. Starset I love this band. is a band that is doing something and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. I don't believe anyone has really done before. No. They are uh, simultaneously carving out an insanely niche fan base of their own core fans in their own star set universe. Yep. While still being able to be a mainstream radio, radio friendly band. Friendly band. I don't believe this has happened before. The band was somehow under the radar in both aspects for a bit, even though they were doing really well. Now it's undeniable. Like they're, they're huge, uh, both kind of like privately in their Mm -hmm. own shows and publicly on the radio. I'd never seen it before. It's crazy because you see this like kind of shows that they play and they're like, I'm not going to say small rooms, but like, you don't expect a band that's playing every fifth song on Sirius XM Octane to be playing a 1300 cap room. It's weird. But yeah, but, but dude, so cool. the thing is, is like, and no offense to, I, I don't really want to name names um, of, of it, but if you look at like the Octane Top 10, mm-hmm. and sure, like there are, these days there are bands There's like There's no Bear other Tooth, band like Star Setup. There though. are bands that are like, you know, but there are always bands that you'll see that are like, nobody actually goes to their shows no mm-hmm. offense to those bands like they they might play a radio rock festival but like in terms of actual real fans yeah there's bands that are on the radio that are like that star set is not one of those bands they somehow have a super meticulous hardcore fan base at the same time as having this radio play which is honestly really cool one of my life goals is to go to a star set planetarium show yeah because that is just the coolest thing ever. If you've never listened to Starset and you didn't put it together from the name, this band sings about space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they play shows occasionally in planetariums. It's very, very secretive and like kind of hard to figure out. And you've got to get tickets very, very quickly. And like in some instances, travel quite a distance. I want to attend one one day because that would be so cool to sit in a planetarium, watch the stars go by and like see Starset play in a very intimate venue. Like this band's great. Let's talk about the music though. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing about the music. It's great. I mean, yeah. they have incredible hooks. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just the songwriting is just so good. Um, it, it's it, it, Dustin Bates. I mean, he's just like, unbelievable and completely underrated as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes like the image maybe takes away a little bit from just how damn good and catchy uh, these songs are. Oh yeah. And it definitely does. But like these songs are just incredible. Like the breach, like 
and almost infected a little bit. Like they're kind of going back to their more metalcore like roots. They used to be kind of alternative mm-hmm. and metalcore. Then they were just alternative for like probably two albums, I would say. Uh, this yeah. kind of brings that in. And then you've got even newer sounds like Leaving This World Behind. Like that's almost a progressive metal song in a way. Right. And I am here for it. Like it reminds me of bands like Vola and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yes, please. No, it 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 did surprise me. I'm not sure if I listen to these singles in order, but I remember the one was like kind of more the obvious like radio mm-hmm. one, but then a lot like two or three of the other singles were like they had metalcore parts in them, and yeah. I was like, okay, like this band is not shying away from that anymore, mm-hmm. which is cool because I, I kind of honestly kind of figured that they just would, you know? Yeah, I mean, so it's great. I love this band so much. This record's going to be an experience. Um, this is kind of one of those for me, like Sleep Token, where I can't, I'm not going to be able to just put this record on, on Friday. I'm going to have to wait until it's dark. I'm going to go and I'm going to draw a bath and I'm going to take my little UV flashlight mm-hmm. and I'm going to make the fake stars on my ceiling glow. And I'm going to get <laughs> in the bath and I'm going to listen to this record. And yes, yeah, I they're... do have those. They're amazing. <laughs> okay. But all right. I'm, well, I, I love I'm it. I'm excited. I love it. I've got all Friday right, well, off that's... for all these releases too. I don't know if I told you yeah. that. Uh, no, I feel like you had a couple Fridays ago off too yeah. for that big week. Um, but yeah, there's lots to listen to. Lots of good stuff. This is a big week. Uh, and we're going to get into the number one record after this word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. Hi, we're back. Oh. We're back. I need some big soda before we talk about this band. Starset is playing in Baltimore the same day as Silverstein in December. Well, I know where I would be. Why don't we? Starset, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> we, uh, we, we should have combined shows. Although I'm sure they have crazy production requirements oh, because yeah. of like, you know, they're, dudes were in a space suit and just like all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I don't think that they just were going to be able to combine shows without somebody interesting was opening those tours too. Let me look it up. Cause like, yeah, look it up. I saw who was opening the tour and I was like, wow, that is great for them. Europe has Vola opening. Okay. So support in the States is the word alive. Oh, the word alive. That is yeah. interesting. I guess that's a fearless label mate thing. Yeah. So that makes sense. But yeah, that, that they're not going with a radio rock band, right? Clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... Which I mean fits. Yeah, that's it's cool. Where their demographic got started, so... Yeah. No, I think that's cool. All right, uh, Mike, it's time. I know you've been highly anticipating this album, uh, so give it to me. All right. Um, this album got delayed. I'm really excited that... Um, unfortunately for sharp tone, they kind of messed up and they sent me my download code early. So I have heard this record. Yes. It's the new album. Amazing things by Don Broco. Do you want to talk about it? And then I'll kind of fill in. Yeah. I'm going to let you do a majority of the talking on this one. Cause I know, I know how passionate, uh, you are about, about this band. Um, I gotta say, I, I've, I sort of didn't want to bring up the fact <laughs> that the label, <laughs> really drop the ball yeah because i feel for them and i really like their label but the fact that they still sent download codes on the day the record was supposed to be released (laughs) when it wasn't is about as colossal of of a fuck up as there ever could be uh now the record is out so doesn't matter, right? No harm, no foul now. Yep. But and I didn't see um, it posted a ton of places either or anything like that. So like everybody, no, everybody who got it kept it real quiet that they got it. So, and that's why I didn't want to bring it up. Good job, I didn't want to, I didn't want to shed any, any more light on it because I'm sure the band was right pissed. Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's wow. But anyway, 
The record is here finally. Don Broco, uh, a band that is known for being a little ridiculous. In the best way. Uh, sometimes a lot ridiculous. Music videos being very entertaining. Did you see the new one uh, for Endorphins where they're Power actually, Rangers? I, I, I didn't, but Power I, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> and Beckham is the monster. It's it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's right in the wheelhouse. And um, I got to say, what I like about this band, which I know other people have sort of like shook their head or like scratched mm-hmm. their head maybe, not knew what was going on, is that there are no fucking rules. Zero. This band does whatever they want, whenever they want. You can't stop them. And that's what I love about Don Broco. Yeah. Um, honestly... I love this band. I was going to try and uh, keep away from the album, right? For at mm-hmm. least a little bit. Because, you know, we had some other releases and I don't want to listen to albums too early because then I'm thinking about like other records on the show and things like that. But we've got so much going on this week. I just had to pop it in uh, last week or maybe it was two mm-hmm. weeks ago. I don't remember. This record's absolutely insane. Um, I know all the singles sound really, really disjointed. It is not the case when you put everything together on the album. It becomes very oddly cohesive, and you kind of start to pick up the themes of the record where less like technology and the previous records, like Automatic and stuff like that, um, Mm -hmm. they're more talking about, it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall and looking at the stresses and struggles of being a songwriter and being in a mm-hmm. band and having mm-hmm. to have a social media presence and all of this crazy stuff. And that's kind of the base matter, but then they're like breaking it down and putting their ridiculousness on top of it. So it's still like a cohesive work, but it's not. It's it's so strange, but I love this record absolutely to death. I think Bruce Willis, if not top five, is song of the year. Which sounds ridiculous because it's a wild like song name, but it is just oh. absolutely amazing. I mean, Bruce Willis isn't my favorite uh, action star. Yeah, but uh, but he's okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I I um I'm excited to hear that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear this whole record and again. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to exactly draw a bath and look at stars when I listen to this one. Maybe that's not quite the right vibe, no, but it's not. this is the kind of record that I do want to really dissect because um, this is like a, a similar to something like Ice Nine Kills in mm-hmm. a way that there's a lot going yes, on there and there's a lot of layers a lot. and and you have to really pay attention and mm-hmm. I... I do. Ex- I I am excited um, about it. Oh yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, no, it's incredible. I just like want to say um, songs to make sure that you look out for. Obviously, the singles are all good. Um, my favorites, aside from those, are probably "Swimwear Season," "Anaheim," "Bruce Willis," and "Revenge Body." Um, "Revenge Body" is quite a good time, a banger lifting track. Um, in my experience recently. So make sure you check it out. This record's going to be incredible and most likely in my top 10. We'll see though. You couldn't hear Nicolas Cage, but Nicolas Cage likes it too. He's very excited. Hell so. yeah. Nick Cage very got the excited. album early too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's there on his uh, whereas sites or, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Sharp Tone actually sends Nicolas Cage all of their records early. He never responds, <laughs> but <laughs> they do it. <laughs> All right, that's the top ten list. Um, we got we got lots of honorable mentions to get to. So, Mike, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna run through these these bands really quick. Do it, dude. We have number ten, Waking the Cadaver. Number nine, Empty. Number eight, Rogue. Number seven, Sentinels. That's a circle that one. Number six, The Home Team. Number five, Biffy Clyro. Number four, Every Time I Fucking Die. Number three, Can't Swim. Number two, Star Set. And of course, number one is Don Broco. What what a list. What a top 10. Mike. Yeah. And once we get into these honorable mentions, I think that everybody here in our chat and everybody listening on the podcast, you're going to truly realize how hard of a fucking time I have had this week. This is the worst week I've ever experienced. It is amazing. 
We're going to run through these real quick because I got 10 albums slash EPs I want to talk about that didn't make the main list. Okay. First up. Let's do it. We have a new EP from Circa Survive. Make sure you go check that out if you like Circa Survive. It's going to sound like uh, Circa Survive. Did that people were giving me shit about that one. Did it? Did it? Don't mind me. I'm just lying down. Um, <laughs> people were giving me shit that we didn't include it last week. Is this already out? Not to my knowledge. There was a single. Okay. They're liars. Yeah. See, Mike knows what he's doing. Don't ever question Mike. Yeah, there Circa was a Survive. single That's last a- week and they announced it on Thursday. We record on Wednesdays. Very sorry. Okay, that's uh, that's big though. Yep, Circus Survive. That's a big band. Uh, next up, there's another new EP surprise dropping. Um, well, the first single dropped today, and they announced that the EP's Friday. Void of Vision, though, probably one of the coolest bands from Australia. I love these guys. They go hard. Um, yeah, solid ass metalcore. I dig. Next up, coming from the UK, we've got kind of a post-hardcore metalcore band called The City Is Ours. All one word. They're dropping a new album. Go check that out. They're tons of fun. Next up, we've got a really cool kind of shoegaze alternative rock band. Uh, if you like nothing, you will love Slow Crush. Make sure you go check that record out. Mm, I like the name. As I know, right? It's cool. And like all of their album art is like deep purples and blues. It works really well. I just picture a can being crushed very slow. Oh, yeah. And I like that. That's I like intimate. that feeling. I like everybody likes crushing a can, right? Yeah. It's like it's like one of life's little pleasures. Exactly. Uh, next up in the pop realm, we've got a new album from Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. That, go check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, a band that we have talked about on this show way too much to not have included on the top 10. The new Dream Theater record is out. It's going to be amazing. It's going to sound like Dream Theater. That's why I didn't include it. We can talk about it quickly. Uh, yeah, that, just to touch on that for a second, I think we owe them the respect of not just talking about it and not saying anything. Yeah, um, The single... Uh, singles? Has there only been one? I only heard, okay, I only heard the one. Um, uh, They're great. And this is like classic Dream Theater. You don't want to miss this. If you're a fan of anything they've done, you're going to want to check this out. They are a band that puts a lot of work into everything they do, obviously. Yep. Um, So yeah. They did the cool uh, thing where the singles are song one and song two as well. So like after that, you're in no man's land. Good luck. There you go. There you go. So you can just start the record on track three. Uh, no, they're they're the progressive metal goats right there. Oh, yeah. So hundred percent. Um, and speaking of some more goats, uh, we've got a new record from Cradle of Filth. If you're into that, fuck yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into that too, dude. I can't believe that's not in the top ten. I know, but you know what? Sometimes some sacrifices got to get made. Yeah, there were sacrifices. Cradle of filth. This is like uh, this is like the the black metal goats. We got I the know. progressive metal goats and the black metal goats, and they're not in the top ten. I know, crazy. I'm trying to keep it down to a ten, though. Keep it reasonable. But yeah, Cradle of Filth. Really excited for that. Uh, next up on your side of the things with some punk, we've got this cool band mm. called The Copyrights putting out an album. Oh yeah, they're super sick. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, Hell on yeah. The Met, or new metal slash metalcore side, we've got this cool new band called Death Balloons. I've talked about them a little bit. Um, make sure you go check you out their death, record. Death Balloons? Death Balloons. Like B-L-O. I just picture... <laughs> like Blooming. Bloom, like Blooming. Like a yeah. Bloomin' Onion from yeah. Outback. Yeah. Uh, I thought you said Death Balloons, which is like funny. No. That'd like, be an I just amazing a water, metal band name. Like a water balloon fight, but the but the balloons are like black and are contained like napalm or something. I don't know. You've got the death metal band with the logo that's all made out of balloons, Party Cannon. Ah, You've yes. seen them, right? They're good. I have seen that. Yeah, I have seen that. Um, last up, I've got one more album that I want to talk about. It's an amazing band. They're still making bangers. Their single anniversary is probably one of my favorite songs so far this year. New Duran mm-hmm. Duran album. They're still good. Go listen to them. Yeah, yeah. We had some singles from Duran Duran, mm-hmm. and, and they are uh, they are good and surprisingly yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm all about it. Duran Duran. Hell yeah. Um, let's get into some singles. Sure. Um, first one I want to talk about. Rain City. You heard that band name before? I have not uh, until the other day. Well, they used to be called Slaves. So exactly, and uh, kudos to them for for changing their name mm-hmm. from Slaves. Not a great name. Uh, 
they obviously realized it. Not to mention the band is a lot different now too. Like oh, yeah. they've moved on from, you know, Johnny Craig being their singer. Mm-hmm. Um, their new singer, Matt is, is incredible and uh, really, really good band. So yes, rain city, check them out. Oh yeah. Gonna be a good time. Uh, next up, we already kind of talked about them a little bit. They're on star set tour. The word alive has a new single. Make sure you go check uh-huh. that out. If you're yeah. into that. Yeah. Next up, um, band that oddly never went away but everybody thought went away uh tokyo hotel new single okay go check that out awesome band um third single from their upcoming album i think this comes out next week or the week after mastodon really excited for this i love these guys both the singles so far have been bangers band doesn't miss they're too good they are very good very important band uh next up we've got a new single from silent planet um good boys Go listen to that. Yeah, well, I'll be interested to see where they go from here. They, they both the sing, two singles have been kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, one sort of industrial, the other more more kind of like what you'd expect. So yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see what this does and and if this is indicative of an album. And uh, mm-hmm. this is, I think, this is going to be a big album for them. I think so as well. Which is interesting. I don't know. They moved away from Will Putney and I'm not entirely sold on the singles yet. Like the songwriting stuff is still there, but I don't know, something mm-hmm. feels a little bit off about it. Uh, next up. We'll see. Awesome band. Probably, and this is just my knowledge, right? Um, I think this is one of the first metal bands with a female front or like female fronted um, Arch Enemy putting out a new single. Mm. Classic. I love Arch Enemy. They're sick. Yeah. Um, go check them out. Next up, um, Hollywood Undead putting out a new single, apparently. Okay. Heard it on the grapevine. Who knows what that'll be like? I mean, yeah. There's the thing is, is like that's that's a band with a lot of cooks, you know? Oh, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people doing different stuff. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. So, yep. Can't wait. Um, next up, new single from Of Mice and Men, and they're going to announce their album. It was originally supposed to be three EPs to make an album. Um, I think there's going to be one song left that we haven't heard on the record that they're about to announce. Um, okay. Take that with what you will. Because they're releasing it as a full length rather than an EP. We'll talk about it, I'm sure, at least a little bit. But Weird move. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, uh, a weird move. Especially because um, they've like sold the first two EPs as EPs. Like You can buy the seven inches and stuff like that. Or maybe it's tens. I can't remember, but like, and then to go and release like a full length with those songs already on them. I don't know. Kind of weird for me. Mm, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Going to kind of good for me. Uh, Vended the band with children of Slipknot members who sound exactly yeah. like Slipknot members putting out a new single should be pretty good. Should probably sound like Slipknot. Yeah. yeah if you like Slipknot, uh, check it out. They're keeping yep. it in the family, quite literally. Yeah. Um, new Body Snatcher single. Really cool deathcore band from Florida, I want to say. Um, they're sick. They're heavy. I love them. I hope they announce a new album with this single because um, they need to release more music. That's all I was going to go with with that. They're great. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, new CU Space Cowboy single. This is the third off the record that is coming out in the next two weeks. Um, I don't remember what we got exactly off the top of my head, but these guys are great post-hardcore for 2005 post-hardcore fans. Yep. Yeah. A little bit of a throwback now, mm-hmm. which 2005 doesn't seem throwbacky for me because I was in the middle of it, but it is. So they're, they're doing something uh, a little bit different these days. So that's, I, I, I respect them for, yeah. for that. And it's, they're a cool band. Yeah. It's good sound. Good people. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Lights. Uh, that is out. I've listened to it. Yeah. It's banger. Lights never misses. Yep. She's super never talented. Never misses. So good. Love her. Yep. Uh, and then last but not least, I want to talk about this band. This little band called Paris putting out a new single. Ooh. Very excited for that because we love Paris. Viva La Paris. Uh, yeah. yeah, we do love Paris. And again, another band that doesn't miss. And they've... Uh, you know, they've done some different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've expanded their sound, you know, on the last record and, and, uh, I'm here for it. So I'll, I'll be excited to see kind of where they go from here. Yeah. Same here. Gonna be good. That's all we got though. And 
And what? Well, there's a little bit of news of a certain band oh, back yeah. in the I studio. Mean, we, can t- we can talk about um, the news. That's yeah. I thought that that was what you you know you always like kind of want to end on a big note, and um, I thought that this can. was something that you know surely uh, is you know it's kind of been a long time waiting. We have yeah. Pierce the Veil uh, back in the studio. Very exciting. Uh, with what uh, the producer's name, I forget. They are in the studio with, and I forget his name too, uh, Paul Meany. Paul, yeah, from Mute Math. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously, Pierce the Veil have always been known to take a long time uh, between records. They mm-hmm. take a long time to, uh, you know, make the right songs. And Vic, Vic is a very meticulous. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know, the departure of their drummer and Vic's brother is probably nothing to take lightly as well, but, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to get new music from Pierce the Veil, uh, probably soon if they're posting pictures of them in the studio. I don't think it'll be that long a wait yeah, I hope until not. we get a single. Um, so that'll be exciting news. I love Pierce the Veil. Um, contrary to popular belief, I think Misadventures was their best record. So as long as they keep pro- or progressing in that direction, I can't see them doing anything wrong. I completely agree with you mike and i've said that there's a reason they played that album in full for a concert tour like it's so good yeah and i i have said that numerous times and a couple people have given me kind of the side eye and i'm like did you hear the record it's 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 really good i i love and again i love like how i just love pierce the veil because you hear like their punk influences and, and they don't shy mm-hmm. away from it. And they like, they still have found a way to be, there's almost like a in my opinion, influence too on P- misadventures. Like it's, it's dynamic. It's weird. It's got a little yeah. bit of everything. I love that record. Yeah. I, I love that the band really just seems to do what they want mm-hmm. and they make exciting music, but that still is accepted in kind of a mainstream way. It's, it's a really cool band. There's not that many bands like that. Uh, and I, I have a, nothing but utmost respect for, uh, for Vic and Jaime and the here. boys. So, yeah. Awesome. Oh, there you go. That is uh, a big week. That's the news. Long episode. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. And uh, we got 10 records plus that you need to listen to. And we'll be back so next much. week talking about all of that stuff and more. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, Shane. Thank you, buddy.